Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the mother-daughter journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. (laughs) I was waiting because I feel like you always say welcome back. So it was just kind of, I was just like, wait, something's missing. There you go. (laughs) So today, K-Dog, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about high school. That's that's kind of what we're talking about. God. You know, you're right. It is. I guess that does sum it up. I go to you because I feel like I can be very wordy. So um, I'm glad you yeah, concisely put, today we're talking about high school. Yep. Yay! Everybody's favorite time of their life. Ugh. Oh. Wait, did no, I, okay, sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Wait, some people, it may be for some people. We shouldn't project our, exactly. our experiences onto everybody. Exactly. So specifically, what we're talking about when it comes to high school is something that Abigail and I def- definitely dealt with back in senior year when all of that was going on. All, all of the things, yes. And I, I know several people, clients and people right now that are going through the same thing where their child, daughter is struggling. They're, I mean, they're struggling. There's either anxiety, there's mm-hmm. bullying, there's, there's some sort of situation that is happening where getting to school or, you know, getting grades at school or something at school is a major challenge. Where achieving <clears throat> the standard that we have all come to set for our high schoolers, our teenagers in this society is a challenge. Right. The, I'm going to, and I have air quotes up as I say this, but the normal route, right? You get up, you get on a bus or you get driven, you go to school, right? you do the high school, college prep things, the sports. You do the, the after school activities because if you don't, then you're kind of looked at like, you know, the underachiever. Yeah. So all the things that are entailed with the, again, air quotes, normal high school experience, Mm. which was not achievable for you back then, that year. There was no way in hell. No. And I would beg to argue it's, I mean. It was detrimental. It was detrimental. But I was going to say that even though a lot of us end up achieving it. Yes. Probably not for our best interest. To in in the in the fashion that we achieve it. I don't mean like oh getting your degree not not a good like that's not what I'm saying. Like yes, obviously getting your diploma getting, is a good thing. Yes, but in the one fashion that we have, kind of the normal the nor- right the normal route that we expect everybody to be able to take. It's not necessarily healthy or the best option or the best path it's not the only option we look at it like the only option and if we aren't following that option there's something that the child not well yes we say something wrong but really that the child is gonna suffer or lack in some way because they didn't go the traditional route right of getting the diploma Maybe they veered off and had to get their GED. Maybe they had homeschool. Maybe, like, 
maybe, 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 right? Right. And but let me tell you from the child's point of view at that time, right? You're that's coming from the parents' point of view, and that's what the parents are thinking, and that's their the message that they are trying to get to. Like they want what's best for their children. So when right? Yes. So where you're coming from is you know, there might be, it might not be. We, we're we afraid if they don't go the traditional way that they're going to lack. They're going to lack. Right. Yes. But what the child hears is I lack. Yes. Agreed. Right. Yes. That I lack in some way that I'm wrong, that I, because I don't want to or can't, or I don't like this traditional path, there's something wrong with me. Right. Right. So that's what we're talking yeah. about. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> And excuse my, you know, clearing my throat all day because I have a cold. Mm, gross. Get out of here. <laughs> so anyway, that's what we're, we're talking about because I know several people, clients, clients of ours and just friends, it, right? It we does know feel very prevalent it feels in our very, lives right now. It does. Thank you. Yeah. So, so it's kind of, kind of took us back and we kind of talked over how we handled the senior year. And how knowing the things that we know now, we would have handled it very different. Yes. And that's not to say that everybody who, every teenager who was in my position or in a similar position to what I was in that senior year needs to handle it the way that I'm looking back and saying I would. Of course. Right? Because, of course. Like we say, every episode. Snowflake. Snowflake. We're all different. And this is and this is exactly why the one path is, is not just ideal. Kind, exactly. Good word. It's not, not ideal I- because we all have our own path to walk. Exactly. So let's kind of just pick apart a little bit of the things that we're seeing and also the feelings that we felt back then. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Where do we start? So... Miss Evaluator, give us, you know, give us a layout. Where do we start? Because <laughs> I'll talk in circles about this if you let me. Yeah. We're going to bring it back to one of the things that we always bring it back to, which is modeling behavior and self-love. Okay. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. When we're sitting in that situation where our child is struggling to go to school, rebelling about school, refusing to get out of bed, fake sick, you know. That was the one I did. Oh, I was- yeah. A lot of kids do that. Getting, you know, suspended or expelled or dismissed a lot. Mm -hmm. Cutting class. You know, or it's just they're getting there, but it's a battle every night. It's a battle every morning. Like an excessive battle. Not your, again, I'm going to use the word, not your normal, like, yeah, I don't really feel like going, so I'm going to argue or I'm going to, like, make you wake me up six times. But Yeah, that's. Right? We're talking the excessive end of the spectrum. Like dangerous, worrisome end of the spectrum right right my instance was you know throwing up every day before school exactly and it was such right or we've been seeing children who haven't gone for like literally months and that kind of a thing exactly because it's just too much <laughs> so we talk about i remember doing this and i know people now that are, are doing it about how high school when you look back as an adult the wisdom of that isn't a big it really isn't a big deal right it mm-hmm. isn't that big of a portion of your life and it really doesn't mean as far as jobs and like marriages and it's 
things that you achieve later right. on in life. Like your high school experience. It's just a learning it, experience. It's just, it's just that. It does not impact your earning capabilities. It doesn't Mm-mm. like it, it doesn't make or break your life, your Absolutely career, your not. success. It's, it, and oh gosh, especially now. I feel like oh, I, yeah. I could, this could spin off, I won't let it, I'll be good, but this could spin off into a discussion about college and universities. And, oh yeah, we could, we could, but we don't need to do but that. But we don't need to do that. And how it's a hoax. <clears throat> anyway, sorry. <laughs> One woman's opinion. Yes. Anyway. But it's funny though, because I feel as though when I was in high school, I would get that message to a degree but it only revolved around the emotional side. Around the social end. Of or it. the social end of high school. You, you heard the like, oh, high school is the best time of your life. But then you would have people say, well, no, it's not. It shouldn't be. And if it is, then you're not. Well, yeah, it's not. High school is the best time of your life. But in the grand scheme of life, it's really not that important. Right. Or like, oh, it's, it's just, just a, a high school relationship. Exactly. It's just a high school friendship. You'll never, I can't even tell you, I'll, even our teachers would be like, oh, no, you guys won't still be friends after high school. Nobody stays friends with their high school friends. Like, so we're getting told that our relationships and our friendships are, you know, our emotions, everything that we're feeling is, uh, in the grand scheme of things, irrelevant. But on the other hand, if you don't get an A in that chemistry class, or you don't take the AP courses. You don't or, take the AP course, or you don't do well on the SATs. Like your whole life is, you know, the whole track of your life is. Yeah, just Yeah, you'll been... be flipping burgers at McDonald's for the rest of your life. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with flipping burgers, but that's no, guys, you know. But let me tell you, I killed my SATs, and guess what? I'm an assistant manager and a bartender at a restaurant, and I am a coach. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not anything that my SAT scores would have predicted, I guess. Or right. Would, based on our expectations as a society. Yes, if you had asked your teachers in high school, where is Abigail going to end up? Mm-hmm. This is not the life path they would have... That is, This is nothing of what they would have said. Right, because of the overachieving I had done in school. Yes, exactly. And the, the, because of the level of pressure I put on myself thinking that every test, every project, every day in school meant way more than it meant did. something. Meant meant something in your life trajectory. Yes, exactly. Right? Right. So that is something that we definitely put on our youth, but in the same breath, we're contradicting ourselves by saying Oh, that relationship isn't a big deal, or oh, it's just a high school romance. You know, it's it. Yes, so we kind of belittle your feelings, mm-hmm. our kids' feelings in a way. So why are we talking about all of this? Or not why, but why right now? Why right now? And like we said, because it's so prevalent, and because we just want to raise awareness to the fact that as parents, we're sending mixed signals. Mm-hmm. And when we have a child who's struggling, a lot of times they're very empathetic, right? And they're picking up on the yeah, mixed intuitive. signals. Intuitive. Yes. They're picking up on our mixed signals just from the emotions and the vibrations that are coming off of us. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely picking up on the contradictions in our words. 
even if it's not consciously, because I would... Oh, it's definitely not conscious. I would argue that, well, for me anyway, right? My experience was, oh, I, I was 100% picking up on those things, but it was subconscious and I was internalizing it. Right. And it was subconscious for me too, right? I felt this pressure of, like, I actually felt that same pressure, like, oh my gosh, Right. What so if she doesn't graduate high school? Like, what, what, what does that mean? What is this like? She's not going to get into a good school. She's not gonna. She's not gonna. She's not gonna. Right. And there's that pressure. Like, I don't want you to take it so seriously. I want you to just get through it and mm-hmm. try to enjoy it. But oh my gosh, what happens if she doesn't? Right. And, and it's not just the pressure of. Like, I imagine as a parent, as a mother. It's not just that pressure of, oh my God, what if she doesn't, what does that mean for her? And I'm worried for her, right? As, again, a mother, this is my daughter. But also, there's a little bit of the mom guilt. Like, what if she doesn't, what oh, does yeah. that mean for me? What, like, what does that mean? What kind of mother am I? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that. And it's true. That's all, that's all part of it, right? And I guess, looking back... I wish I had been able to realize that, again, high school isn't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Right. It is exactly what we tell our children when they're blowing, interpreting them as blowing something that's really not that important out of proportion. Because it's their whole world. Because it's their whole world. Right. And we're trying to get them to see that high school is not the whole world. Right. But we need to also take a breath and remember that high school is not their whole world. Right. Right? And so when you are, yes, are we going to have to adjust? I mean, is it, is it going to affect possibly jobs? And, you know, are we going to have to adjust the way that our life is going right now to change how your child's being educated at that point, right? High school. Yes. <clears throat> Homeschooling or tutoring or I mean there's a ton of avenues that you can look into especially if you have documented right mental or emotional struggles with getting to high school straight up just taking a break to focus on yourself exactly exactly it's okay (laughs) it is it is okay and it doesn't and it doesn't feel okay like nothing about it feels okay even just when uh, that all happened senior year it was all senior year it's kind of a blur but I was out for what six weeks? How long was I out? It wasn't in quite, my it wasn't six program. weeks. It was it was close to three. Not even. Oh, okay. It felt like forever. It yeah. felt like I missed so much. It felt like I was so behind. It felt like I was such a failure. I was like, I can't believe I I missed three weeks of school. Oh, and everybody wants to know why. Where were you? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, right. that, besides that, but. Right. I mean, yeah, that that was a thing. But besides that, I felt like I missed out on not just socially, but academically. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be so behind. Right. My timeline for life is going to be effed up. Right. Completely now because I missed three weeks of my senior year of high school. Right. And I can remember it being a focus of your father and I. It's like, oh, we just need to get... We just need to get through this year. We just need to get through this year. We just got to get you back into this. And we just got to get the diploma. We just got to get it done. Mm-hmm. And then everything will be fine. Right. Right. And no. No. It wasn't. Guys, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it it was. wasn't. And honestly, I, I, looking back, wish I had, I'm not going to say I should have, 
because we know that's a swear word, but I wish I had taken more than three weeks. I wish I had, honestly. I mean, I at the time, it was really hard for me to wrap my head around because I put so much importance on graduating. I put so much importance on graduating on time, especially. I put so much importance on graduating with my friends and the people I had you know, grown gone up, through school gone through with. school with. Like that meant a lot to me at the time. And looking back, I wish I had been able to see the be- bigger perspective of, you know, if I... I mean, yes, I understand that. But like we talked about it in last week's episode with Joe and Clarissa about the prefrontal cortex and how it's not even developed and like high... In- you would not have had that kind of hindsight, of course, right? I, I was 18, 17, 18, Exactly. Right? I was- but I should have been able to. Interesting. Okay. Right? I I should have been able to, or I wish. I'm not going to say should. Yeah. Because, you know, we do as good we're as t- the we're best we can. We're trying to take that word out of our right. vocabulary. But I wish I had been able to model that behavior for you. Right. Right? I wish I had been able to take a step back and, and say, you know what? This isn't that important. Yes, getting your diploma is important but we can figure out how to get it done without yep. you going to that place that is literally you know making you sick making you sick <laughs> it was i was make or i was making myself sick with with what, all of the things right right i wish i had been able to kind of take a deep breath and heeded the words that i was using right we instead of just saying the behavior but modeling it mm-hmm. where Everything is going to be okay if you don't go to the traditional path of high school. Right. It's going to be okay. This isn't going to derail your life. We're, go- we're going to all be fine. Right. Right. It doesn't mean that much in the grand scheme of things. Right. Whether I graduated in May of 2013 or if I graduated in 2014 because I wanted to take some time or needed to take some time, the grand scheme of things... <laughs> Or even if you graduated in 2013 with a tutor, like the town right. would have paid for a tutor to come in right. and, and tutored you and you could have, I mean, I was staying at home, with, working from home at that point anyway right. to be available for you. So, you know, we there were other avenues to still get your diploma on time right? and to still be able to walk with your class if you wanted to. But a big piece of it was... You know, I, I we've talked about the mask, right? Right. And a big piece of it was, well, I don't want anybody to look at me like I'm less than because I couldn't right. do the usual get up and go to school like everybody else. And then because I was unable to even articulate that and those other options. Right. You didn't really have the opportunity to consider them. True. We, and again. It was all like, let's get back to normal. Right. And let's recognize that here we sit and even though we didn't change the trajectory and we did go back and it was hard and you were making yourself sick we do sit here today and it's okay and it's okay i'm i mean i'm a few thousand dollars tens of thousands of dollars in debt more than i probably would be if i had allowed myself the time that. right i wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have just pushed myself into college to stay on on the track that we're talking about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know just another perspective parents 
<laughs> I have student debt. And guess who doesn't have a degree from a university? Because it wasn't the right path for me, but I went on it anyway. Just saying. Okay. That's my... That's my. Uh... She's going to step down off of her soapbox now. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with the university hoax crap. Okay, I'm done. No, it's not, it's not a hoax for everybody, but you know. Yes, no, I understand. But just, it's, this is just my way of saying, like, let's look at that and observe whether it is the right path because it's not for everybody. It's not. Or at least not right away. And that's changing, right? There, When you were a kid and when I was a kid, there was one right way. Like, you go, you go to yes. school. And that's changing. And part of that is, you know, that narrative is changing. And part of that's because of, you know, like other people like us who are like, hey... This didn't quite work out for me. Exactly. And I think COVID probably had something to do with it as well. COVID has shifted a lot, yes. But anyway, it, it that's what this conversation really was. Just there's options and there's no one way. And we put this the high school diploma and the normal trajectory of life, like this is what life looks like. This is the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the white picket fence that we've right. talked about, we, right? And I'm glad that we no longer have pictures. Me too. I love that. Me too. Right? I just like that we we know from all the work that we've done that no matter where we go, it's going to be okay. No matter what life turns, it's going to be okay. Not that it's not going to be hard. It's, not, right. Not that, you know, we could wind up having to work three jobs at some point because of the choices that we made or... Any of those things. Life is still life. Life is still life. But we're kind of, you know, marching to the beat of our own drum. And it feels really nice to let go of the expectations and just model behavior of doing what you need to do to be able to shine a light in the world Mm -hmm. rather than be a burden on it. And that's how we end this episode. Folks. No, it just felt so beautiful. Like, I don't know what to say after that. What but, I- but it's true. That's really what this is about, right? Right. It's so everybody can be happy and fulfilled. And I mean, they I can use- figure out what that is for themselves. And yeah. I mean, I use the word happy. I don't know if facetiously is the right way because everybody's definition of that is different. But I'm going to... if interrupt for a second okay. and just share my definition of happiness or oh, how I do. how I view happiness right okay. so I think happiness is very for one thing intertwined with gratitude which we've talked about a lot oh, yes. which if you want to know more about gratitude you have to go back and listen to our episode with Lisa Condon who is the gratitude master anyway I believe that was called shift happens when you actively practice gratitude. Something along those Something lines. Something like that, yeah. We'll, we'll I'll, yeah. We'll, we'll put, put it, it in the show we'll notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Anyway, <laughs> so I think it's very closely linked to gratitude. But I also don't yearn for happiness in this, like, like it's the pinnacle of what I need to have every day. Like, I don't need to be happy all day, every day. I relish that I have all the emotions now. Yes. Right? And I happiness is something that comes in moments and to it's something to be savored in those moments and I think the overall pursuit is to live a life of contentment peace and contribution contribution right where you and that like fulfillment versus happiness yeah I think they're two different things and I think we all are under this impression of oh to be happy you need to have 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 or you need to be 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 and I think part of the mistake is 
we're trying to be happy 24-7. And that's just not, look, we're humans. We're not right. going to be. We're right. setting ourselves up for failure. And we're just, because we're not happy 24-7, we're looking at the fact that we're not happy 24-7. And we're looking for something to fill that happy, like fill that happiness void I think this is another whole episode. Ooh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, I can see how this affects our youth and our daughters, right? That it pursuit, because it definitely did. The pursuit of, of happiness. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So but anyway, folks, I think I think we probably can wrap this up. I think we can wrap this up. I Right. That pretty much covers what we were hoping to get across today. We talked about, at the beginning, I said self-love, and I don't think we really touched on that at all. But in order to be able to accept that there is not just the one path, we need to love, we, we need to work on that. Yeah, we need to love ourselves. We need ourselves. to love ourselves. We need to love ourselves no matter what. We need to have grace for ourselves. Exactly. And for that, who we are, even if it's not on that. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. It's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to love ourselves and have grace for ourselves for who we really are without the mask and and to honor the path that is ours and not the one that you know is expected yeah and as parents we need to practice self-love and acceptance so that we can kind of loosen up the reins Mm. and model to our kids how to do that right yeah so that they can learn how to do it and live a life that's truly theirs yeah yeah, that's where the self-love came in. I knew I could tie it in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crux of, it's all this stuff like, oh, don't worry about it. But the only way to get to the point of like, don't worry, I mean, wor- worry about it, right? Like, Yes, we know what you're saying. <laughs> but, you know, life is life. Life is short. Don't take it too seriously. That's definitely a motto of mine. Yeah. So when I say don't worry about it, that's what I mean. But that's how you get to that not worrying about it is loving yourself and knowing that I love myself and I love who I am and I'm going to be the best version of myself every day that I can be. And and so if I make a decision that we're not going to go down the traditional path... It's going to be okay. It's It doesn't reflect on me. It right. doesn't reflect on me. I know myself, I love myself, and I know I'm doing the best I can. Thanks so much for listening, as always, listening to our little rambles. Yep. And we'll talk to you next time. We'll see you then. Have a nice week. Bye. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. But for the most fun, go find us on TikTok at The Mother Daughter Journey. See you next time.